I have a bit of a correction I made this morning. Miss Sandy Huber, I don't see her over there, but she told me that Pastor really isn't on vacation at all this afternoon. She sent me a picture. He's actually over at Matt's church, and he's preaching, and Miss Sharon's making meals and stuff over there, and I guess Aaron's on vacation, but uh, I mean, I think, I, honestly, I think Aaron's always on vacation, but you know, that's just, that's just me giving her a hard time as well. So, so the topic of entertainment this afternoon, the topic of entertainment. What are you consuming? Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 is where we will start at. Matthew 6 is where we will start at. As I get my place here and get everything situated, let me pull up my notes here quick. So while I'm doing this, how many of you, by raise of hands, have ever had this happen to you? Ever had this happen to you? Someone has always told you, or told you at once a time, that Christians are boring. That they have no fun, absolutely terrible people, they're just completely sticking in the mud. I've been told that many, many times. When I was a, a young kid, I'd say about seven or eight years old, I used to play baseball, community baseball. And I would go there and we'd have practices on uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, I believe, and games on Fridays. I think that's how it normally worked. And I would always miss the last half of Wednesday night practices because I had to go to church. And my teammates would always say, why in the world are you missing it? Like, why do you always leave? Like, what's going on? And I said, well, i got to go to church. Like, oh, man, you got to go to church. That's so boring, man. Christians don't have any fun. It's just so lame. Like, you know, like a, like a seven, eight-year-old. That was, that was the word back there. They're so lame, right? So I was always berated as a little kid. Like, oh, Christians are no fun. But, but we as Christians know that the Christian life is not boring at all and that there are many things for us to enjoy, right? We always talk about enjoying what God has given us, but we always have to be careful about what we consume, what kind of entertainment we are having. And Matthew chapter 6 here gives us a great illustration of what's going on. A great illustration of what's going on in Matthew chapter 6. Let's go ahead and read this, and we'll get into what I have planned for you this afternoon. Matthew chapter 6, let's start verses 22 through verses 24. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters, for he will either hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. It's a very common verse, verse 24, one that we hear a lot, but I want to specifically focus beginning on those first two verses. Those first two verses. He begins out, the light of the body is the eye. Let's start with that right there. The light of the body is the eye. What he's saying is, you've heard this probably a lot of times, the eyes are the gateway into the soul. You've probably heard that phrase a lot. What we see, what we decide to consume, will affect us. Now, you may claim that it might not affect you, but I guarantee you that it will start to affect you eventually, right? So if we're seeing all of these things, how is it affecting us of what we consume? Right? So you, you always hear the, the thing about like, people who are always glued to the news about how if they see all these terrible, terrible things that they're always down and depressed. Or if people are always consuming happy stuff that they're kind of ignorant of what's going on in the world, but they're usually happy, right? So when we start to focus on what we consume, we can kind of see how it is affecting us, right? The Bible's saying here is that the, the light of the body is the eye. Where we get all of our stuff, it comes in through, is the eyes. Therefore, if an eye be single, right, they're saying here, if your eye is focused on the things of God, your whole body shall be full of light. 
What this verse is saying here is the stuff we consume, if it is of God, if it is righteous stuff, it is clean, our body will be pure, right? What we consume affects us greatly. But we can see here in the next verse, what happens if we consume the wrong type of entertainment, the wrong type of stuff in our, in our lives. But if an eye be evil, if we're looking at things that are evil, things that aren't good for our spirituality, thine whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? What it's saying here is if we as Christians have that spiritual light where we are saved, we know that we, Christ is our Savior, we know our eternal destiny, but we're so affected by the world that it kind of counteracts that light. We, we, we're professing Christians, and you can see this in, in people who have been backslidden as well. For, for those of you who, who may have family, I can think of a certain family member who was at one point a professing Christian who said, yeah, you know, I, I repent and I, and I believe that Christ is the Son of God and he got saved and he was, he was in church and his family was in church for, for a period of time and now he's fallen away. And how, how, how does that happen, right? Obviously through circumstances and, and, and people falling short, right? We're imperfect people. But I would argue to the fact that the light that is inside of him, the light of Jesus Christ, is being overshadowed by the darkness of the world is being overshadowed by the things that he is consuming, the things that he decides to spend his time looking at, spending his time doing, right? So we can see that entertainment is a good thing. However, the stuff that we consume should be righteous. And that is where we can see here in that. So let's look at our first couple things here. The first thing I want you to look at is that God provides things for us to enjoy. God provides things for us to enjoy. Like, like I said, people think that Christians just don't have any fun. But we can see here that Christ provides stuff for us to have. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 says this, Charge them that are rich in this world, that they, not, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches. Here we go. But the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Right? Paul is talking to Timothy here, talking to address the people who are rich, not to trust in their riches, not to look for pleasure in their riches. Why? Because the living God has given us richly things to enjoy. It is not a sin for us to be entertained. It is not a sin for us to enjoy things, right? But it is a sin for us to trust in bad things in the earthly riches, right? So we can see, first of all, that entertainment is good. We just need to discern what type of entertainment we should do. And we'll look into that further. But a lot of people are, are very scrutinous when it comes to, to entertainment, right? There are a lot of people who are who are uh, the really the hard-nosed Christians, right, where they can't have any fun, and you come to church to, to hear the preaching, and you want to be, you know, taught at heart, right? So there are a certain group of people that think, like, oh, Christians should have no fun, and church is you know, supposed to be you know, hard-nosed and everything like that. But we realize that there has to be a balance, because God has given us things to enjoy, things to entertain us, but we need to do it in a correct way. There has to be a balance. That's point number one. Let's put point out number two. We need to keep our entertainment in perspective. Keep our entertainment in perspective, right? We can see that God has given us things to enjoy. However, it becomes bad if we don't put it in the correct light. We don't put it in the correct light. Psalm 84 verse 10 says this, For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had, I had rather be a doorkeeper in thy house and my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Entertainment is good. It becomes bad when it's our main focus. It becomes bad when it's our main focus, right? The psalmist is saying here that the joy that you get from the Lord is a hundred times better than the entertainment that the world can give you, right? So many times when we're looking at entertainment and the things that we want to look at, 
we realize that the world has some good-looking stuff, too. We can see that eye candy of the world. We can see the stuff that, man, that looks so much fun. Why don't I go try that? What the psalmist is saying here that it is so much better for us to enjoy the things of the Lord than it is to enjoy everything of the world. So when it comes to our entertainment, we need to focus on what is right and what is bad entertainment. What is it that we're, we're pleasuring in? And, this, and when I say the word entertainment, the first thing that comes to your mind is, right, is just looking at, like, media or, or TVs or stuff like that. But it becomes so much other things, your hobbies, you know, what you decide to do in your free time, what games you play, right? So this, this whole arching thing of entertainment is not just TVs and movies and, and shows and stuff like that, right? Everything that we can do that we find pleasure in needs to be behind the lens of what does God condone? Right? What does God say is good entertainment, right? Because, like I said, the things of the world, it gives you that little glimpse of, man, this is really, really good. You can, you can come try this. This is what's satisfying. But we realize the entertainment, the wonderful things that God gives, is so much better. We've got to keep it in perspective, right? Because we got, we, our natural bodies tend to indulge in whatever we want in the world. That's just where our, our human nature pulls us to because that is what we grasp right in and of now. Right? We, we look towards the best thing right now, and our, our body is not discerning. Right? Our physical, human, sinful, fleshly body just wants what it wants right now. We've got to realize that we have to have the correct heart, the correct mind to seek after what is good and uh, building up, edifying. That's what I was looking for. Good and edifying entertainment for us as Christians. So we can see here that God provides things for us to enjoy. We've got to keep it in perspective the third thing is that we need to seek entertainment in the proper context. Seeking it in the proper context. Let's see, Proverbs 17.22. This is a very common verse, but let's look at it in this context. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. God wants us to be happy. God wants us to have joy in him, right? But like we saw earlier this morning, there's not always joy. There's sometimes time with grief, right? God gives us entertainment so that we can have a good time, right? God gives us healthy, good entertainment so that we, we can enjoy our lives. Christ did not produce us. Christ did not, God did not create us to simply just, you know, be a, a robot and just do one thing and do one thing and do one thing, right? He created us human beings with a choice and a, and a will and for, and for certain things that we like to do. Me and myself, I have certain hobbies that my wife doesn't, right? I have different hobbies than pastor does, right? We're, we're all created differently. When it comes to the proper seeking of context, when it comes to entertainment, the reason behind it is, is that we can find joy in the Lord. Joy in the Lord, right? So you, you can see something, you can partake in something, and it can be worldly, but it can also be of, of Christ if you look at it in the proper context. I'll give you an illustration here. I'll give you an illustration. When I go out hunting, when I go out fishing, I and myself will go out there and I'll hunt and fish and I can see nothing and I can catch nothing all day and I can enjoy God's creation. When I'm out there, I'm enjoying it because I can see, man, look at what the wonderful creation of God looks like. I can see the beautiful water. I can see the fish. Maybe the fish that I'm not catching, right? But I can see all the wonderful things that God has created. I'm like, man, this is really, really cool. And I can go out in the woods and I can go hunting. I can see nothing all day, but I can see the bluebirds. I can see the, the wonderful squirrels laying all around, right? I, I can see these things, and I can say, man, isn't God's creation beautiful? And then you can see the flip side of it. Those who enjoy hunting and fishing, but don't know Christ. 
They go out there and they see all these things. They're like, man, I'm not catching any fish. I'm not seeing any deer. Man, it's just a terrible, rotten, sinking day to go out in the woods or go out on the water, right? So we can see here that God gives us entertainment. But when we get it in the proper context, we can see that it gives us a merry heart. It gives us a wonderful time. So when we're seeking entertainment, we're seeking these things, it needs to be in the proper context that's saying, I'm enjoying these things. Why? Why am I enjoying these things? Am I enjoying these things because it gives me pleasure? Or am I enjoying these things because I can get pleasure through Christ? Because I can see the things that Christ has done for me, and that way I can be entertained as well, right? So keeping it in the proper context. Moving on, number four. Moving forward. This should be going without saying, but a lot of people will not say this as well. Satisfying sinful desires is not a valid source of entertainment. And this is kind of where the, the foot meets the pavement, right? The rubber meets the road. This is kind of where stuff stops right here. Because we can talk about all the great things of entertainment, all the wonderful things that God has given us. However, if we're using this entertainment for sinful things, it is not right. I'll give you an example, right? As I said earlier, right? About, about hunting and, and fishing and enjoying all these things. If I'm doing this because I'm upset at my wife and I want to escape into the woods, right? That is still a pleasure, but I'm ignoring certain things. It is, it is causing a, a dissonance between me and my wife because I'm neglecting her, right? So when we have these certain entertainments that we believe are right, but we're doing them in a sinful way, it's not a valid form of entertainment, right? Because God has given us these things and we need to seek them in the certain light. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Every single form of entertainment that we have should be all to the glory of God. It says here, whatsoever you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, right? It kind of covers, excuse me, the entire spectrum. Whatever we're doing should be glorifying to God. And in that sense, even the things that we think are correct to do, even the things that we don't say are wrong to do, if we're doing them incorrectly, is not a valid form of entertainment. So being discerning of what things we, we uh, induce, so the things that we, we look at and the things that we do with our lives for entertainment, we need to make sure that we're not doing them in the wrong way. And then I got one more for you this evening. Number five, or this afternoon, excuse me. Number five, be cautious what your children watch. And this thing is always something that I, as myself, do not have kids, but it's something I want you to be cautious of because I believe that the Bible talks about it, right? Something I cannot speak from from personal experience. But let's read here. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 says this, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I don't know how many times that I have seen just going out into certain areas, restaurants or stores and stuff, where there are little kids with, with phones and iPads, and they're completely unsupervised, or whatever it is, right? I'm not here to tell you how you should raise your kids from my perspective, right? I'm not here to say, this is how Pastor Tim should raise your kids. I'm telling you this as a warning from the Word of God, that you are to train your child. I'm not saying that phones and tablets and all these things are bad. However, you need to be cautious, because it is easy for you to hand a child a device, or even a teenager a device, and say, here you go, with zero restricted access with absolutely nothing, you know, blocking or, or anything like that. And it is your job as a parent to be cautious of what the things that your children consume. That includes phones and, and, and TV and entertainment, right? But it also includes what they do with their friends. If you have friends who aren't professing Christians and they go over to a birthday party, you need to be cautious of what is going on in that scenario. 
Why? Because Christ tells us that we are to train up our children correctly. And giving a child unsupervised access is something that normally is never, ever good. We are living in an age, we're living in an age where the media and the world is telling you that your child knows best. Your child knows exactly what to do. They, you know, they just let them do whatever they want and they'll be happy, right? Just well, whatever they want to change in their lives, whatever they want to look at, however they want to feel, right? That is what the world is portraying onto your children. And if you are not cautious, that's what will happen. Your children will just see these things and just be like, oh, this is how I feel, this is what I want to do. But we can see here that as adults, as parents, you are to train your child correctly and watch the things that they entertain themselves with, right? So that includes you as well, right? Because when the kids look at you, when they look at the parents, they see what standards they should do, right? If they see you watching something bad or doing something bad, they're going to say, okay, well, why should I listen to what they're saying if they're doing something bad as well, right? So when it comes to child raising, I want you to be extra, extra cautious when it comes to these certain things because the world is really trying to get at the children right now. The world is actively trying to seek after the young generation and to mold them how they want to for their own gain. They want to do this for their own gain. So we can see here, entertainment is a huge thing because looking back at that very first verse, right? Because the things that we consume, the things that we look at, the things we entertain ourselves in, is what happens spiritually to ourselves. If you're watching garbage, garbage will come out of you. If you're watching good things, Christianly godly things, godly things will come out of you because you have that desire, right? If your body is full of, if your eyes are seeing light, your body will be full of light. If your eyes are seeing darkness, the darkness will consume that light that is in you and it will protrude darkness, right? You may be able to hide it for a while, but every once in a while it might slip out, right? So I want you guys to be really, really cautious when it comes to the point of entertainment because it's something that affects us all. It's something that affects us all because, like I said, entertainment is something that is given of God. It's something that we all can enjoy, but we've got to do it in the right context. We've got to do it appropriately. We've got to be cautious of bad entertainment and protect our kids as well, but us as, as, as well, right? Because there are a lot of bad things for us to consume. We've got to be cautious of the right things to consume. So as we conclude this, this afternoon, if I could say one thing as I close up here, one thing as I want to, to focus on is the right type of entertainment in the right context. The right type of entertainment in the right context. Because as I was saying, everyone consumes content. Everyone consumes some form of entertainment. Everyone consumes these types of things. And your eyes are the gateway into your soul. Just like we saw in Matthew, right? It's saying here, if, if darkness is coming in, darkness will come out. If light is coming in, light is coming out. So, I cannot give you a specific indication because the Bible does not say, I cannot list you 10 different shows to say, this is the shows you should watch, these are the shows you shouldn't watch, these are the hobbies you should have, these are the hobbies you shouldn't have, right? It comes from a sense of doing it correctly. Because like I said earlier, I can go out into the woods and enjoy God's creation in the right way, I can go out and enjoy creation in the wrong way, if I'm neglecting certain things in my life, correct? So, when it comes to this form of entertainment, first of all, you need to pray. First of all, you need to ask God what is the correct form of entertainment, and the second thing after that, you've got to listen to his will. Listening and praying, talking to him and listening to what God approves of entertainment, right? So I want you guys to really think about what you're consuming, what light is coming into your house, what light is coming into your children's, your children's house, right? 
I want you guys to be really, really cautious of what entertainment you consume and really asking God and talking with God on what forms of entertainment are correct for your family. So I want you guys to be cautious. I want you guys to raise your children correctly. I want you guys to have that lightness in you so when you go out into the world, the world sees that light. They see that there's something different. They say, why is that person, you know, why are they so different? When you have that light inside of you, you're a light to the world. They see something different. They ask you, what, why, why do you act so different? You can tell them, because I have the light of Christ in me. They, they can see that, right? So entertainment affects us all, but I want you to be super, super cautious on what you consume and what your children consume as well. Because entertainment affects us all, right? As the, as the verse said, if light comes in, light will stay in the body. If darkness comes in, darkness will stay in the body. Be super, super cautious when it comes to the forms of entertainment. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time you've given us. Just thank you for this, this ability that you've given me to, to come here and to preach your word and come here and to, and to talk to these, these group of people about what I believe you laid on my heart about the topic of, of entertainment and the topics of what I believe is, is good entertainment and in the context of enjoying your creation, enjoying the things that you've given us, Lord. I just pray that you will dismiss us with your blessing from this place and that these people will go and that they will observe and take a look at what things that they are consuming and if they are righteous and if they are light protruding for you, Lord. Thank you for what you've done for us in this journey. We pray. Let's stand.